We're starting Paragalf. We made it. We made it to the Psicha. We've introduced Bitachon. We were just introducing all those weeks. It was just getting our feet wet, getting excited. What could be? What's the potential? What's What are we growing towards? So now we're going to start I'm going to read straight. It's a very short parak. 40, 41, that's the whole parak. So it's a, it's a very, very small parak, yet it's called the definition of trust. So this is going to be the, what we call the mochen. This is going to become like, this is the, this is the mission. Everything else in the Sefer is going to be details of that mission. So we're going to read this. We're going to, I'm just going to read the Hebrew and read the English. And then we're going to have to speak about it a little bit, understand it. And then we're going to have to go a little bit deeper than we see on the page itself. Okay, here we go. The definition of trust. The essence of trust is the peace of mind of the person who has trust. And that he relies on the person in whom he is trusting. The Baboteach relies, that's trust, on the person he's trusting. That he, the person, ultimately, of course, we're going to see that to Kaddish Baruch Hu, But we are discussing a sugi called trust. And we... We have to use that bitachon in, in an appropriate way in other places in the world. But of course, we're going to ultimately be referring to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that he, the person in whom he is trusting, meaning Hashem, will do the good and the correct thing for him, him meaning the one who trusts, in the manner regarding which he is trusting him. Right? You trust in a person or in a Kaddish Baruch Hu in certain things. Whatever it is that you trust in him in, you rely upon him, and therefore you feel secure, and therefore you are in a state of calm, tranquility. According to his ability and knowledge, the trusted, and bring that which is good for him into actuality. A lot of, lot of maybe confusing. But let's keep going for a minute. He just, we'll just read on top. Trust is the peace of mind. That a person has due to the trust he has placed in another. Again, trust is the peace of mind that a person has due to the trust he has placed in another, that the latter will do what he has entrusted him to do. However, in order to have this peace of mind, he must be completely certain that the person he trusts will be good for him. Good to him. Aval ha'ikr asher but the main thing, as a result of which the trusting person will trust, and without which he will not trust, this is a key condition, is that he is certain that one, the person upon whom he is relying, will follow through on that which he said, and do what he promised to do. Right? You're only going to you can only trust in a person if you're certain that he will take care of what you 
are trusting in him to do. Now this is going to be a little bit of a chiddish, potentially. And what's the second condition for a person to be able to trust in another? Fully, full trust. Of course, there's going to be madrigas of trust. But for full trust, you need, number two, he says, and the person he is trusting even has in mind to do good with him. Right? The person you're trusting, we'll just say it's Hashem, that we believe and we trust that Hashem has in mind to do good with him, with me, that which he had never stipulated, that I never stipulated or assumed responsibility to do. I'm sorry. That a Kaddish Baruch who never stipulated. And he was never assumed responsibility to do because I didn't ask him to do that. So that was never on the table at first. And that he will do it as an act of his generosity and kindness. And yet... Even those things that we didn't put on the table, I'm trusting in you in this area, or I'm trusting you in this area to a certain degree, we did not discuss every single detail. Yet, for me to trust in Hashem fully means that I trust He will do even those things that we did not put on the table. Above and beyond. beyond. Now, one might not have thought that would be a condition, but we'll, we'll discuss. There should be a third part. Yeah. What would you like not to relative to Hashem, but everybody else, that the, the person has the ability to do that which he promised. So he said, he said that. Look on the on the left side, second last line, according to his ability and knowledge to bring that which is good from him okay. to actuality. Yeah, mm-hmm. But we're going to break this down over the next in the next parak. We're going to break down the seven qualities of trust. But just to get started here, there's a problem. Because on one hand, he started off the first two words where he said, Ach muhus the essence of bitachem. And then he says, Aval ha'ikr, but then the ikr is. What does it mean, the muhus, what's the ikr? Usually that's the same thing. The muhus of bitachem, or let's like this. There are, there is the actual avoda of bitachon, and then there's what is the code, the rules, the the guidebook to get to, to do that avod. The mahus of bitachon we discussed, the mahus of bitachon is to get to a place where you feel like a son to a kaddish baruch, right? The ultimate father-son relationship, one that every father and physical father and son really, you know, would like to get to, but that relationship that, that one can have, that we speak about in the Svarim, between us and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that we can trust in our Father. He'll take care of us. He will guide us. Even if we fall, He'll pick us up. Right? That, that relationship is the relationship of Bitochem. The essence of that relationship, to say that you are a Bala Bitochem, is when you feel at ease in life. Now that could be you don't feel at ease at work, but you would feel at ease in other places. So you're you're a Bobby talking in that place. But to, the essence, the mohus, the point of bitachon is not intellectual. The point, like we discussed all the way back in Hagdamas, is emotional. Is to get to an emotional place, real emotional place called calm, tranquility. Why? Because I trust 
in Hashem. So when a person, the mohus, the point that try, what we're trying to get to, is this sense of calm. How do we get there? Aval ha'ikr, what is the process, the thinking process? What do we need to believe in order to trust? Remember, emunah and mitachan are different. Emunah is more in the intellect, the understanding, the conditions, more of the intellectual. When you build that world of emunah, Kaddish created the world, Hashem runs the world, Hashem is mashgiach on every single prat, Hashem takes care of us, we're Am Yisrael, right? All these beliefs, if you mamish believe it in each one, then you come to also, now I can rely on Him in everything in my life. That reliance ultimately is Amenis. Everything's going to go well. How can you say, Mr. Babi Tavan, how are you so at ease? How is your heart in a place of bitachon? Because I believe all of those things. Memela, now I trust in him, and now I'm at ease. So the left side is the what, and the right side is the how? Yeah. The left, the mohus, is the bitachon in the heart, and the right side is the how do we get there. It's a part of the program. There's going to be more. It's deeper than that. The mohus is, yeah, because it's the essence. Mohus, if you look at the letters mohus, if you read it almost backwards, it's tahom. What does tahom mean? The, de- the depth. The deepest waters, the tahom. That's what a mohus is. It's the essence. But you need to get to the essence. Right? Imagine there's a circle. I don't know if anybody's been reading in the, in the age of Torah. I've been writing about it, this, this Indian for the past four weeks. Right? There's, imagine there's a circle. So there's, there's a border. Right? And then the mohus is the inside of the circle. It's not the outside. I make room on the outside. So I, I learn about Amuna. I believe Hashem created the world. And I believe that Hashem runs the world. And I've, all these beliefs become like the circle of our life. It's a big circle. But then Mitochan is to then live within that. Within all of our Amunas, right? You live. And then you come. Then everything goes exactly according to plan. But we need we need that combination. Right? We're starting Shar Bitochen is not the first Shar in Chavos In the earlier chapter, in the earlier Prokim, and we've been working on this in our whole lives really, is is Amuna. Anybody who's in this place has been working on Amuna, that's all Rabbi talks about in different ways. We need to take all of those things that he's been saying and now live in that place that we've now built in our mind. <clears throat> Okay. Let me let me start with this. Anybody ready to see this book? Nice prop here. The Silly World of Chelm. Has anybody heard of Chelm? Rabbi always tells over that mice, the guy, the Chelm guy who uh, kept, kept forgetting who he was. Remember? So the so the so the Rebbe told him the sage the so the sage the wise man told him to put the string on his ankle. She'll always remember it's you. You guys don't remember this one? All right, it's not for now. You hear members, okay. It's a classic. Let me let me tell let me tell you what I was reading. I think, I believe, could be that I'm crazy, it could be I'm from Chelm. That there's a tremendous amount of Chachma in the Chelm stories. Either the person who wrote them was really a Chacham and he hid the Chachma inside, or or we don't want to give him so much credit because I don't know. It's it's actually ridiculous, but when you have something that's ridiculous, zelu mazeh, you can find chachma within the ridiculousness. So either way, there is chachma here. 
Listen, listen to this this story. Okay, there's two of them and they're different. I, I, we're gonna start. We're gonna do this one today. Let me just make sure this is the one. Yeah, we're gonna read this story and then we're gonna we're gonna go into something that came down this morning. Here we go. The Warriors of Helm. Story time. In the wonderful world of Helm, it was well known fact that the people worried. True, they may they were poor. But what do they actually worry about? Important things? Maybe. For example, if one Chalmite would meet a friend on the street, he might say, Good morning, friend. Do you think you will see the sunrise tomorrow? The innocent soul would look startled and walk a few feet. Now, why did he ask me such a question? Is it that I look ill? Does he think I will not live the night through? Or better still, does he feel that there will be some great upheaval on this earth and maybe the sun will not rise tomorrow? Why do you ask such a question? And so they worried. They would worry if an expected blessed event would be a boy or a girl, or better, twins or triplets. After all, there was much they could find to worry about. All this worrying began to affect their well-being. So they gathered at the home of the sage of Chelm. I love the sage, he's the best. And asked his advice. Tell us, dear sage, how can we stop worrying about so many things? The old sage went into deep contemplation, then turned to his friends and said, It is my opinion that you must hire... A professional warrior. Indeed, a professional warrior, they all shouted. What wisdom, what foresight. All you have to do is send to the next village for a professional warrior. Someone who really knows how to worry. Oh, yes, they cried. We have heard of them. <laughs> they are magnificent. They worry so hard, they moan and cry in anguish. They are wonderful. And so the villagers of Chelm sent to the next village for a professional warrior. When the warrior arrived, he declared... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My fee is 10 gold coins each week. For this, I will do all your worrying. None of you will have to worry again. The sage of Chelm stepped forward and declared, If we give you 10 gold coins each week, what will you have to worry about? He's supposed to be the worrier. On the contrary, the professional worrier declared, Most of your worries will disappear, and you will have only one worry from this day on. And what will that be, asked the old sage? Simple, declared the warrior. Your only worry will be how you will be able to raise the ten gold coins for me each week. The Chalmites smiled and realized that this was the solution to all their worries. And so from that day on, in the village of Chalm, there was always a professional warrior. I was in the airport, I don't know, two weeks ago, whatever it was. And we, um, we left. I think we left pretty well. You know, everybody plans on leaving at a certain time and... It's not always that time, but we were pretty good. And when we got to the airport, you know, it's, it's a hustle bustle. My kids never really saw an airport. And so there's a lot going on. And it's it's unknown. It's confusing. What's going to be over here? You know, they have to get to some plane, but they don't see the plane. They just see a lot of people and bags and stuff, people moving, masks everywhere. And one of my kids was was getting visibly and audibly nervous and worried. We didn't get there. We didn't get there. You know... I'm sure everybody has one of these or multiple of these. And it's only the ones who know, right? The, the simple ones who don't know anything, they don't even ask, right? Tremus, that's part of Bitochan. But, no, we're sometimes we're smart people, so we ask questions, we get, we get nervous. So at a certain point, I said to her, I said, listen, I'm the father. Let me do the worrying. You worry about being a girl, and I'll do the worrying, right? So... And it actually calmed it down a little bit. Right? 
The worry is not on you. The worry is on me. You just worry about doing your thing. You worry about gathering your 10 gold coins. Okay? That's obviously a very deep, a deep sowed in Bitochem. So now let's, let's discuss. We'll come back to this. So I want to, I, I think it's important to, before we even start going through the technical aspects of Bitochem, is to discuss, I, I believe, a, a little bit of a deeper point here that will help us. It'll guide us and it'll be like an anchor for us working on a throughout the next, you know, few weeks and months. <clears throat> so the Baal Bitochem believes in Hashem and he trusts in Him. He trusts that Hashem loves him and wants to take care of him. He trusts that Hashem can do what he promises. He has the ability to do what he promises. He trusts that Hashem can do even more for him than he asked for and he even knew to ask for. This is what we, what we just learned. He therefore trusts that this situation, whatever the situation may be, all types of situations, whatever it is, anything you encounter in life, is the best for him. Right? Based on everything he just right, went through. It's the best for him whether he asked for it or not. And whether he understands it or not. Because if a, if, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu does, acts for us more than we asked for him to do, there are going to be times we're not going to understand what, why he's doing this to us. Correct? We didn't even ask. We didn't even know to ask for it. We didn't even know how to get from A to Z. He didn't even know to ask for it. Yet a Kodesh Baruch is going to do certain things to us in our lives that's going to guide us. And therefore, even if we don't understand what's happening, we don't have the faintest clue. But I trust. I trust that Hashem loves me and He wants to take care of me and Hashem can take care of what He promises and Hashem can do for more, more for me than I could do for myself. <laughs> okay. That's a Balbi Talchen. Very basic. Of course, we're going to expand on that. But where, where exactly is this is this trust coming from? Is there some is there a deeper place? Where why are we trusting in Hashem? So the answer is well, I have a moon and a Kaddish Baruch. But is there anything else that we can we can use? So I think we can. Hakadosh Baruch created a world, and He created a Jewish people, right? This is part of our moon, but it's going to be an important nekuda. And we're the tachas of creation. Anybody, anybody, everybody knows this. I mean, it's in our tefillin. We just mentioned in the Gemara, in Chagiga two days ago. There are two psukim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wears on his head, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem. Um, we wear in our tefillin, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Right? There's one God. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu wears in his tefillin, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, what about us? Mik Amcha Yisrael, Goy Echad Baruch. That's the Yichud. We say Shema, he says, Mik Amcha Yisrael, Goy Echad. So Kaddish Baruch who believes and trusts in his people. He created a world and those who have learned a little bit in the deeper sages know that this is an Olam Hatikun. It's a world that was broken that needs fixing and we're the ones who are going to fix it. And therefore, by creating us in this world, he trusts Hashem is bitachon in us. Right? Because if he didn't trust in us, he could do it himself. So he must be that he trusts in us and he believes in us to bring this world to a tikkun. Yes? Must be. 
Of course, Avram Avinu is the first one who discovered, quote unquote, discovered a Kaddish Baruch Hu and brought him into the world. And then from then on, all the children of Avram Avinu became Hashem's emissaries in this world, the messengers of this world, in this world, to be Misak in the world. Now, each person in the world has their own personal mission, right? Their own personal piece of Mashiach. Because the Mashiach, we know, is the ultimate tikkun. And each person in this world can bring part of that tikkun. So for we each have a piece of Mashiach inside of us. The goal is that we're going to, throughout our lives, and our interactions, and our vote as Hashem, and our working in, and our social everything, is going to bring and reveal that piece of Elokus, that piece of Mashiach, from inside of us out. When everybody in the world, collectively, all the Yidin, allow that piece to become revealed, all the pieces of Mashiach, that's Mashiach. It will be a person. But we, in this world, by our avoda, we're going to be Misakin, and it, automatically it's going to become Mashiach. Yes? We each have a piece of the tikkun. Now, Kodesh Baruch Hu, again, has bitachon in us that we're going to do it. That we're going to be able to reveal that piece. Now, only a Kodesh Baruch Hu knows... Bichlal in the world, what needs to be done, and even in our own personal mission, only Kaddish Baruch Hu really knows. He gives each one of us clues based on our, and we're going to learn in the Shabbat based on our kachos nefesh, how we look, how we think, how we feel. Each person is different, and a person can get a clue to what he's supposed to do in this world to misakin based on himself, which is the sogios of dasatz You have to know yourself, because if you don't know yourself, then how could you be misakin? in a realized way. Kaddish Baruch is always going to somehow make us be misakin, but in a realized way, we have to know ourselves. Now, in the sugi of Bitachon, and we've discussed it, and we're going to discuss more, with Bitachon, there's another major portion called Hishtadlis. Right? Our Bitachon without Hishtadlis would not be appropriate. To trust in a Kaddish Baruch and walk across the street with our eyes closed, without looking first, that's not bitachon. That's idiotic. That's not bitachon. Bitachon is a, tr- a belief in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, trust in Him, that He created the world and He created rules and we trust everything's going to go well, but we have to live within the rules that He created of this world. What a Kaddish Baruch Hu created. We're going to learn, of course, not the rules that the universities or the colleges made up. We don't have to follow their rules. I mean, unless it's going to get you in trouble with the law, obviously we do have to follow those rules. But you understand. So if Kaddish Baruch Hu trusts in us, but he also has to do Hishtadlis. So what does a Kaddish Baruch Hu do? What's Hashem's Hishtadlis in this world? Every situation throughout our life, each one personally and the world at large, it doesn't matter what it is, socially, economically, spiritually, intellectually, emotionally, behaviorally, every situation, every moment really, that we encounter is specifically made for each one of us in our own way, how we encounter it, to help us reveal that piece of Mashiach, that piece of Tikkun in, in, in this world. Right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his Ishtadlis is creating situations for us. Putting us in the community that we're in, in the family that we're in, with the brain that we have, and the heart that we have, and, and our hands, and everything in between. That's Hashem's Ishtadlis. With his bitachon, that we're going to become, we're able to reveal that Nakuda of Mashiach inside of us. And Hashem trusts that through life will reveal this peace. 
by some people, and this is already a wrong thought, but by some people it seems to be that their their tikkun is open and clear. You have the big tzaddik. Oh, he's clearly misaki in his piece. But me, I didn't, you know, I didn't live up to what I could yet. This is wrong. Why is it wrong? Why is it wrong? Why is it wrong to think that when I'm getting tested again and again, I keep failing? I'm never going to, this thought, I'm never going to be able to reveal this tikkun. It's very nice what we're saying over here, but I've been trying a thousand times to fix certain inyanim. Bitochen maybe, eating, davening. I'm never going to fix it. I'm never going to be able to reveal that piece. I know for sure I can't. So therefore, how could Hashem trust me? This is what's going on in people's heads. Right? If a Kaddish Baruch Hu trusts in me to reveal my tikkun, and Hashem is being mishtadl day, day and night to get me to that place, yet I'm still failing, I'm useless, Hashem's not gonna, He's going to stop trusting in me. So let's explain. The Balbitachon, the Balbitachon, believes in the above, that Hashem created a world at large and people in a speci- for a specific greater purpose. That the purpose of our lives and this world is not limited to our narrow and constricted way of thinking. It's much, much bigger. We believe that. There's a 6,000-year ongoing process of tikkun that started 5,782 years ago, and it's still going. And only HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows what the tikkun, main tikkun is and what the little tikkunim are at the world Bechlal and each person Befrat. Only Kodesh Baruch Hu knows. You, we can't, how could we possibly know? Right? The world is much greater. It's part of our Amuna. That which is going on in the world is much, much greater than we can even fathom. Harai, we only know as you know, a person sits in this world, how much does he really know what's going on in the world even? You don't even know. So Kol Shikin, you don't know what's going on in the Olamos and what a Kodesh Baruch Hu plans on doing. It's not possible. It's not Shadich. Only Kodesh Baruch Hu knows what's going to propel the world creation towards its final destination. So therefore, the Babi Tachem believes and trusts that every situation he encounters brings him towards revealing his personal mission. I don't know what my personal mission exactly is. I don't know exactly what the tikkunim are in the world. But if I'm here, that Manisham HaKadosh Baruch trusts in me to be here to reveal that peace. And everything that happens in my life is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's to get that to come out of me. And therefore, whatever I encounter is revealing a piece of, of Mashiach inside of me. You think you failed. You think you made a mistake. Who says? How do you know? Who said that? Maybe you didn't. Maybe you actually did it. In that Nakuda, you only needed to get to 1%, not to the 100% that you thought. How do you know? You don't know. Everything about Bitachon is going to be about surrendering things that we've <laughs> thought about for a long time. We don't know. Right, who defines who defines my tikkun? Who says what's considered a win or a lose? Only Kaddish Baruch. And by MS, there's no such thing as a loss. There's no such thing as a loss. We cannot we cannot define a person's failures or mistakes. We simply don't know. 
the definition of a person's perfection or the purpose within each situation in life is unknown to us. What is the purpose of this micro, this you know, this micro situation? I don't know exactly. What is the purpose of this macro, this bigger situation? I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to know. Oh, so we we'll get there. We're gonna get there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. We're building up. That's the that's the question. But we're almost there. We don't have to know for Hashem is on the case, and we trust that He trusts us. This is where B'tachan comes from, in a deep way. That our trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu is because He trusts in us. Otherwise, why would why are we here? And therefore, every single situation that comes our way is Him trusting in us. And him sending his hishtadahs down to us so we can reveal Elokos in this world. Whether we understand it or not. Whether we failed, whether we, whether we passed. We don't even know. Even if we passed, maybe we failed. Even if we failed, maybe we passed. It doesn't matter. We have to get out of that mindset. Bitochen doesn't have that mindset. Real Bitochen doesn't have that mindset. Real Bitochen is, I trust that Hashem trusts me. And therefore, whatever I do is going to be exactly the way He wants it. So now, I trust that whatever I need to do in life, Hashem's going to guide me there. I trust that He trusts me. So He's going to guide me there with His ishtadas. But how do I know if I'm on the right track? How do I know if I'm aligning my trust and ishtadlis with Hashem's trust in me? So the Torah is the guide. Kodesh Baruch gave us a Torah. And not just the Torah Shebech and the Torah Shebech Peh. Strong Bitachim can get stronger if a person enters into the world of Pinimis Torah. The more Torah one knows, yes, the more we can align ourselves with a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Bitachim and Ishtadus within us. Because how else how else are we supposed to know what He wants from us? Right? We can't just sit and just like put up our hands, okay, Kaddish Baruch, I know you trust me, I know you're going to guide me, so I'm not going to move. You can't live life. You have to move. You have to, you have to live. And once you start living, well, then you have to eat and you have to drink and you have to dive and you have to learn. You have to start. You have to start living. So Kodesh Baruch gave us a rule book to follow. That if we follow that to the best of our abilities, then we are aligning ourselves with Hakodesh Baruch Hu's hishtadlis. The Torah is Hakodesh Baruch Hu's hishtadlis for us to reveal. The ultimate tikkun. Does that make sense? The Torah is a Kaddish Baruch Hishtadlis. The, in, the situations of my life is a Kaddish Baruch Hishtadlis. We have to then align ourselves with the Torah and bitachon in a Kaddish Baruch That the situation and the Torah, if I just do my best to try to follow according to my understanding, with Rebbeim, people who understand more, then we're going to be on the right track. And therefore, I can trust that Hashem continues His trust in me. Because I'm doing my Heshtadlis in that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the only thing that I have to worry about, right, the only thing that I have to worry about Ba'emis is if I'm trying to follow the Torah. Because everything else HaKadosh Baruch Hu trusts in me. But He has to give a little bit of Heshtadlis. The Heshtadlis is the Torah. The Heshtadlis is the, in- the situations in life and trying to, as our best to t- use the Torah as a guide to the situations of our life. And when I mentioned Pinimis the Torah, 
Because when, when a person learns regular Tarsha B'chtav and Tarsha B'alpeh, he doesn't always know how to deal with his wife. He doesn't, he doesn't know where exactly does the Torah say how to deal with her in this situation. In this, right? Where does it teach us that? But if a person starts to learn Pnimus the Torah, and he starts to learn Chasidus, what can I tell you? Then you start to understand how to take the, the, the situations of life and how the Torah would tell us. Pnimus the Torah. What would a Kodesh Bible tell us to do in these situations? So Bitochem can be lived Torah Shavachsah, Torah Shavachsah, 100%, because for many years they didn't have the Pnimus Torah that we have today. But we have the ability now to align ourselves with the Kaddish Baruch Hu in a much greater way. In a much greater way. Because the more Torah we understand, the more we understand the guide and the status of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the more that we can trust that He trusts in us. So our voda now, our, our voda, our worrying is limited to just trying to be an Eved Hashem. All the other worries we don't have to worry about anymore because He's going to take care of it. Kaddish Baruch is going to take care of all of that stuff. Because he wants this world to come to an ultimate tikkun. Right? That's a Kaddish Baruch's plan. He wants this world to come to a tikkun. Me personally and the world at large. He's going to guide me there. That's Hashem's Hashadus. He gives us the Torah. He gives us the situations, the encounters of life. So Kaddish Baruch is going to do all that. So then what do I have to worry about? I just, we, just, we just threw everything on him so I could just hefkervelt, Right? I can do whatever I want. Like the, the story of the Chalmite. What are you going to worry about now? So, the guy, so what does the guy say back? All you have to worry about now is one thing. Just collect the ten gold coins. Just keep to the Torah. Try your best. Torah Shabbat Torah Shabbat Peh, Mitzvahs, Torah Shabbat Torah. But then you can ask another question. But if we have to worry about our Avodah Hashem. Hakobidei Shemaim Chutz Shemaim. Classically, right? Everything's in Hashem's hands except for Avodah Hashem. But if we have to worry about that, well then, a person can make a mistake. Because then he might start to think, what? What's going to happen? What if I, what if I'm not keeping the Mitzvahs? I tried, but I didn't get up on time to daven. I didn't daven as, best, as, as well as I could. I probably could learn more, but I'm not... I did this sin, I did that sin, I'm not giving enough tzedakah. I'm worrying about my Avodah Hashem, right? But what happens when a person starts to worry about his Avodah Hashem? What happens? If I'm worrying about keeping to the Torah, and that's a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Hishtadlis, and the reason why he trusts us, and I'm not keeping up to my half of the bargain, maybe Hashem doesn't trust in me anymore. And the Mela, I don't trust in him anymore. Because if if our if our bitachon, if our trust in Hashem is really based on Him trusting us, and now I'm not fulfilling my half of the deal, and I think in my brain, well, He's not going to trust in me anymore, Mimele, without realizing it, we're not going to trust in Him. Because I didn't I didn't keep the Torah mitzvahs properly. So this is a broken thought. This is not right. And Chavazvah is going to teach us this. And Chassidus teaches us this. We cannot say that this world is hefker, and I can just do whatever I want, and I could sin, and don't worry, Kaddish Baruch still trusts me. If a person wants to follow the Torah, the person who says, I'm not going to follow it, 
But still, he says, he says, I'm not following this. There, he's not going to be able to still trust in Hashem. But if a person Bemis wants, he tries. But listen, we make mistakes. He still has the guarantee. Why? Why is that? <clears throat> because again, like we said, who knows exactly what our ticket is? HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us a guide. And we have to try our best to live within that guide. But ultimately, only HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows what our ticket is and what we're able to do. All the self-doubts that we have are made up. They're made up by the Nefeshelikis? Probably not. They're made up by the Nefesh Bahamas, the Yitzharas, not the side of Bitachon. When a person makes mistakes, he's forgetting and he becomes down because of it. Like we make, we make quote-unquote mistakes. There, there is sin in this world. But maybe, what happens if a person sins according to the Torah? It's tshuva. Right? A Kaddish Baruch put into the rule book, there's something called tshuva. And maybe, as we don't know, maybe a Kaddish Baruch wants us to get to a madrig of tshuva that we were not able to get to before. And the only way that he can get us there is through the, us making a mistake. So if a person makes a mistake and he thinks, oh my gosh, ugh, I can't believe I did this again. He's never going to trust me. I can't trust in him. And he falls. <clears throat> so he just ruined the purpose of that situation. Again, the Torah guides us. So the Torah gave us a certain situation. Don't sin. We sinned. The Torah then says, but I have another situation for you. When you sin, do tshuva. Now, even tshuva needs a whole, a whole circuit. Tshuva meyira, tshuva meyahava. The goal of tshuva, the tshuva meyahava, is a tshuva of bitachin. Is that I believe 100% in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, And I believe 100% that I made a mistake. But I believe 100% that a Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted me to get to this tshuva. He wants me to regret, because when I regret being distanced from him, that's actually to get me closer to him. Okay, I don't want to get into this difference now. It's, it's a little bit different. You have to have what to fear. Fear is more of the punishment. I understand. I'm, I'm you, know, you can only fear, fear punishment of somebody who you believe can punish you. Correct. But that's not going to get you closer to him. That's going to get you, please don't hit me. Chumay Ahava is getting closer. There is, it's, it's a little bit, I would call it a Muna. Just, but it could be also. That's very technical. It, but I would call it a more of a Muna. Um... But you definitely, you probably could say either way. If one doesn't believe in the Torah, or isn't trying at least to keep it, that in the mitzvahs, then he can't trust in Hashem anymore. He's not able to anymore. If you're not trying to keep the guide of trust that Hashem has within us, if you're not trying to, well then you can't, it's not shaykh to then trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hashem believes and trusts in us and He gave us the Torah as the only way to help us maximize our potential, to reveal the Elikus, to reveal the Tikkun, to bring, to bring Mashiach. If we don't believe in the Torah, or at least to work on it, then we're not allowing Hashem to trust in us. The Torah is what helps us reveal, following HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Torah Shavasav, Torah Shavapeh, Halacha, Pinimis Torah. That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's to help us reveal ourselves. So if we don't believe in that, 
then we don't believe in him, we don't believe in ourselves, we don't believe in anything. And if Hashem, our trust in Hashem, so it comes down, ultimately, that our bitachem, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going to deal, go, go through all the details, but in a very deep way, our trust in Hashem is really our trusting that Hashem trusts us. Our bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ultimately going to be dependent on our believing and trusting that Hashem trusts us. And that's why we're here. And then there's a tachas for me. There's a purpose for me. And every single situation I have in life, even if I think I failed, I didn't. We should, HaKadosh Baruch Hu maybe wants me to think about a better way to act in the future. But that's that's going to be the pinimis of bitachon. That's why and this we're end with this. That's why when a person works on bitachem, when we tr- when we work on trusting in a kaddish baruch Hu, it automatically makes us a better, more self-confident, stronger, happier, more calm person. Because when we work on our bitachem a kaddish baruch Hu, what's that really doing? It's really working on Hashem trusting in us and us revealing our best self. Bitachem is the actualization of our your our greatest potential and purpose in life. So everything gets better. When we trust in the Kaddish Baruch, when we work on this Sefer, in a deep way, it's continuing and enlarging and expanding HaKadosh Baruch's trust in us to become the people He intended us to be. All right,